0: Hello, welcome to a podcast that was, and I hope still is, a celebratory podcast, but is also now a somewhat sadder podcast. Uh, Today's podcast was recorded at the Slapstick Festival back at the end of January, and it was a night celebrating the goodies, the 50th anniversary of the goodies with Graham, Bill and Tim. And as I'm sure you all know now, very sadly, Tim died on the 12th of April from COVID-19. Tim, I should say was, I was so impressed that weekend the incredible energy he would have been, been 80 in a few months time there was no dimming in his vivacity the night before the event he had been down in Worthing doing a I'm sorry I haven't a clue event he then drove with Christine his wife all the way to Bristol and at midday we were sat on stage talking about Marty Feldman and at last the 1948 show and that as well just showed some of the not not merely how funny he was but also the warmth before we started the show I showed him a book i Marty which is a lovely autobiography by Marty Feldman and just the, the the light in his eyes and also in the eyes of Christine when we started talking about Marty Feldman and his his love and respect for for him as a comedian and as a friend and then that night we sat down to do the Goodies 50th anniversary event and I hope you enjoy this it was uh, the the warmth in the room the delight in the room as Graham, Bill and Tim all sat together and reminisced about the episodes and answered questions there were some lovely questions i got lots of questions uh, from people i knew and there was a, a particularly lovely celebration from from kevin eldon who talked about the importance of the goodies and as so often when someone like tim dies and someone who when people like i when i was a a, a, a child the goodies were so important and it gave you something to look forward to in the week and there are many stories of people who you know sometimes when when school wasn't great and growing up was hard having something like the goodies was a really wonderful thing to know that that was always just around the corner so in celebration of tim and uh, in memory of him and also of all the delight the goodies given here is that podcast that we recorded back in january at the slapstick festival <laughs>
1: Goody, goody,
0: yum, yum. Please welcome to this stage Bill, Tim and Graham, the goodies.
2: It's your last chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the old buggers! We'll give them a clap.
0: <laughs> well, this this was some, I asked lots of uh, friends who who love your work kind of what questions they had for you, and I, I asked Al Murray what he would like to, to know about <laughs> you, and, and he said, you know, again, such a huge fan of the goodies, and he said, did you ever have any sense of longevity when you're making, you know, the fact that now, you know, that, that episode there is 45 years old, people laugh in the audience, the joy and the oh. delight. When you're actually in
3: the middle of making something, do you ever think about? Well, some of the jokes in that were already 45 years old. I, <laughs> I it. thought it was good
4: for another 45. Yeah. No, you don't. You it, think, will well, I get away with it next week? Basically. Yes. I, I pay I, a huge compliment to the guy who directed us, uh, Jim Franklin. All that silent film stuff was brilliantly done because mm. in those days you didn't have what you have nowadays yeah. to be able to. I do mean, do that's
2: it. one of those pieces of material that. Uh, you can be proud of, and even if people are not necessarily falling about, you still think, that was very clever, (laughs) you know. And um, it's nice to think you've done something which people like, I think. It's a pity the BBC does.
0: (laughs) Well, well, this is, I mean, again, that, that, that amount of love when that clip was shown and your love of the movies, that's something here that, that we see. I mean, there's so many beautiful ideas. And in the actual episode, you have, you know, there was Fellini, as far as I remember. There was, in fact, I had a question from Ian Rankin for you, Graham, who wanted yeah. to know, have you seen Bring Me the Head of
3: Alfredo Garcia? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> Warren Oates' greatest movie. Yes, very good.
4: So what, what I love was Buster Keaton making a note of her idea of the building collapsing on. Excellent.
0: When you were putting that episode together, because th- there is so much wonderful kind of homage and, and all of those influences, and who you also wanted to kind of mock. You know, the, 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 someone was writing about the fact they feel that the, you know, your, your Ken Russell pastiche is so close to Ken Russell, it <laughs> could have been Ken Russell. You know?
2: Oh, that's easy. <laughs> yeah. Is that a compliment? No, i, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, the the way we approached an awful lot of scripts and that one probably more than ever was to first of all get together and make up what we used to call the panorama list and what this meant was any subject that we thought that's current you know now that's so it 's going to be fairly topical, doesn't that to be very topical, but we've always wanted to send that up or something like that and uh So it's very unexciting, that first step, you know, it's it's just um, hard work, yeah.
0: Well, that pressure, because that was from 1975, so you've been going five years, and to to an outside observer, it would seem that it was very early, you know, you caught the public imagination very quickly, that once the goodies began, the excitement, that's, again, I don't know how you feel about that from, from when it began,
4: I like the way you're crawling here. Yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> I learnt it worked on
0: the last session we did, Tim, <laughs> yeah, so uh, I was hoping to be rewarded.
4: Absolutely true, but it was it, it was nerve-wracking to start with, wasn't it? So you, it was, to start yeah. with, people didn't know the characters, and so it took a little time to get off. It's always the same.
3: <clears throat> when we recorded the first series, every week we had an audience in the studio who had never seen the show before. Yeah. So for the first what 13 episodes,
4: I um, think about that, each yeah.
3: week it was a new audience. We had to kind of break in. Yeah. After that, people had seen the series and they came to the show knowing what to expect. But uh, to begin with, and when we started filming, you were filming with a crew of hardened professionals who stand around very stony faced when you fall off your bike. And say, oh, is that funny? Is
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that and,
3: uh, <laughs> it's quite an act of faith, isn't it?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. If
0: you. Could choose the. What do you think people will have voted for? Or what would you like to see within that top five of goodies?
2: Oh, those are two different questions. Yeah, they are. Actually,
0: very right, much over. two yeah. different so questions. So first of all, what would you like to uh, think that that has, has really stayed the forefront of people's memory?
3: Well, I think the movies is 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 one in particular because it, it does have quite a, a lot of, as you say, recognisable little quotes and references. Um, it's
4: just the last bit, though, isn't it? The last
3: set. It is. Well, there's Aww. stuff before that. Some of it is probably not um,
4: yeah.
3: not very PC nowadays. Um,
4: oh, God. I, I used to enjoy the ones when we'd run out of money and so we couldn't have a new set or filming and we'd just be in the studio chatting. Mm. And I enjoyed those because they were completely different. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, so what would, you, what would you like... Are there any in particular that you would uh, like to...
4: Uh, There are about 73 of them I really enjoy. Uh, And very reasonably priced on (laughs) DVDs. What do you think
0: is going to be in that top five?
4: Well, the
2: Uh. the kitten's bound to be. Yeah. Oh, listen to (laughs) that. Uh Not cats, nothing to do with bloody cats. That's terrible.
4: Just (laughs) calm down. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, there are certain ones that people have images of what's happening and and kitten kong is certainly one of them mm. yeah, uh, yeah any others
3: the bun fights probably uh, up in
2: yes that's that's quite a classy one i think yeah uh, that's uh, which one was and it, on? does everybody know what bun fight is <laughs> you know, the from the OKT passed into international mexican now
3: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but,
0: um, you, you mentioned Kitten Kong, and I, uh, I know quite a few people asked me. Asked them how many times, how many takes did it get to get that shot, that falling kitten shot, to get that right and get that angle? Which, of course, then is in the in the opening credits, and it's.
2: We, we we didn't do menial things like that. We were. We,
3: were we had a little man who did that for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little man to tip over yeah, your kittens. kitten yeah, the, right.
2: the kitten wrangler. He comes He's his, his yeah. worked with. Kitten Kong and and, uh, various other animals, yeah. Mm.
3: (laughs) I think if you remember in the same sort of sequence, there's a shot where the cat comes up through the dome of St Paul's and the problem was it always came up with its back to camera. (laughs) (laughs) There are several shots of a hand coming up and turning it round. (laughs) It's funny,
2: it's a, sorry, just didn't lead on, on, on that one, on, on Kit and Congo. Obviously, that was done with an old-fashioned way. You know, there is no colour separation overlay, no uh, digital effects or anything like that. And, we, and there wasn't at any stage in the whole series. And I, I think, personally, I think, feel quite proud of the fact that we were still working in the old language because I find a lot of... Um, today's show, when well, I go to a movie and it's all visual effects. And I have terrible words with my wife about this one. She said, Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? And, no, it's boring. We've seen all that before, you know, and that sort of thing. It, it doesn't do it for me. So I,
4: I think there's a warmth. Have you thought of going to Marriage Guidance?
2: <laughs>
4: yes. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Well, one other... We're we're nearly on to the next clip, but one other thing, just because Kitten Kong was mentioned, and I know that, Tim, this was one of those episodes where you really showed your commitment to a part, I think, (laughs) in terms of... There is a, a scene, which I know we're not going to be showing tonight, where you are dragged around the park by a kitten, and that was traditional stop-motion, I think. It, it's it a, was. Yeah. And if you could, for those people who don't know what happened in that scene, what did you have to go through, literally go through?
4: speeded up film, and I did it about three times, but it, it was rushing around with this thing, as if it was on a lead, and it was a metal lead, and I eventually fell over... And then it was stop motion as I went forward. And as I was... It takes quite a long time to do that, stop motion. And then a dog came and pooed just where I was going. <laughs> and there was this decision, do I go on or not? And being a pro and stupid, I went on. And... Uh, I regret it ever since. I don't
2: think he used it in the film, but it was good for us to watch. Yeah,
0: Yeah, we've got the previous take in the can, but don't tell Tim, it's (laughs) going to be fun. Um, Now, the the next... Oh, oh, I should mention, Mark Gatiss, uh, he had a question. He said, looking at the political problems in our country, (laughs) do you think it's time for Hector and his friends to reform their puppet government and save (laughs) us all?
2: Yes. Well, if anybody can, he will. That's (laughs) just. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of that group of people, no matter what it is, League of Gentlemen or any of those number six. You know.
0: Well, he did say he said just do pass on how much the goodies again was so formative. That's
2: very. It's a very satisfying thing, I think, for anybody probably doing any job if you're if if like. Peer group actually come and tell you they really like it. You know there are people yeah. you want to like it, and say, thank God. You know if you do not ask the League them. of Gentlemen thought we were crap, I'd be worried. You know, but um... not all of them.
4: No. <laughs> 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 Do you know them all? No, no. i was saying no. Leave it alone. <laughs> leave it
0: <him> alone. <laughs> but there, there is a, uh, there was a, a lovely cut with the mighty Bush. Of course, there was Julian Barrett. Went up. You're sure you know this? He, mm. he, he, went up to Noel Fielding, and said, "Let's make a series, but I, I want to make the, the new goodies. Let's do the new goodies." And, and uh, Noel, we did said, this. Yeah, yeah. Who? So. Mighty Boosh, Julian Barrett, so they yeah, said to yeah. Noel Fielding, let's make, I, I want to make the new kind of goodies. Do you want to do that? And Noel actually says, if he'd used a different reference, I'm not sure we would have ever made the Boosh. For him, mm-hmm. that was like, that sounds like a fun thing to do. That sounds, you know...
4: Mm. I've been really enjoying this, all this praise. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Don't worry, a there's a an awkward turn more. in the second oh, half, okay. though, where we, yeah, so... I'm kind of trying to see. Yeah, um, yeah. So, I've mentioned it already uh, Hector Puppet Government. Here we are with uh, number four in the countdown, and it is Goodies Rule OK. Huh.
4: Oh. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> yes.
1: Goodies,
4: goody, goody, yum, yum. <laughs>
2: They're clapping the profits. You know. I
4: haven't actually seen that since we did it. So really? Well, no? oh, no, right. I don't watch yeah. us all day, every
2: day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things that brings back very much to us is how much pain and suffering yeah. the people helping us were. Because that day, you know, the dogs that size don't just move. You can't blow them along. So they they built sort of ramps in, in there and... and uh, and things to grab hold of and so on and so forth. And I think there was something oh. like 10, 15 people in there. I can't remember exactly, but it was a lot, wasn't it?
4: Swearing it? away, I remember. Yeah, away.
2: exactly. <laughs> now, we, had a, we had another program called um, Sparkly Pegs. I don't think it'll be in this one, but that had us bouncing around the world in um, tubes in test tubes. Not test tubes.
3: <laughs> Toothless tubes.
2: What toothpaste tubes? Yeah, yeah where to it go? Yeah. Toothpaste tubes. That's right. And you can hear us because it, there was a sort of um, frame inside them to keep them steady. Because if there isn't, they're going to go all over the place. And as we bounced along on these things, <laughs> it would go like that. And basically, it went oh,
3: shit fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the thing is you, you, you couldn't actually see who was in them and, uh, no it if, if, could, if have, been finds out could that have been anybody, it could have been anyone and I weren't actually doing it <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, that's what I love about that clip. That I, I read there were about ten stuntmen inside that doogle, and the idea that the week before they had been James Bond falling off a cliff and then they had been Jack Regan in the Sweeney doing a oh, canard yeah, co- yeah. What are you doing this week? Oh, we're chasing three men in a giant doogle around Tokyo and <laughs> Woodland. Is a kind of...
4: Ooh, lucky you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I, I can imagine, you know, when, when you, you did leave the BBC, the, the props department must have been terrified because you must have been 50% then... of what was being...
2: Well, no, go on. They weren't. They, no, I've interrupted you. Nice no, 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 it's. A, I was going to say, the, far from being terrified, I think, and genuinely say, I don't think we've got any of our prep, props departments or, or special effects departments people from that era. But they used to really like it. They really not. Mm. We used to have a, a planning meeting and a couple of days before each filming, and we'd make a point of explaining how we thought everything should be done. You know, not because we thought better, we thought it was like a challenge, didn't it? You know, mm. well, you could do that, and the props guy was, oh, uh, the special effects guy was, oh, they've got a better idea than that. I was like, oh, all right, you do that, you know. And I, I met one or two people after the whole thing, probably, um, who have said, we, we used to love working on mm. that show. Actually,
4: that's one of the reasons that we left eventually because they kept putting them off because they were required for other programmes and they kept saying, we'll do it next year, next year, next year. and Because they were absolutely brilliant. And In those days, the BBC had these specialist departments, wardrobe, special effects and all of those. And mm. so they, they couldn't be in several places at once.
0: Did that become part of the challenge? I mean, that idea of going, do you think we can get this built? Because there must have been a certain point after perhaps Series 1 where you went, well, hang on, it turns out more things are possible than we'd first imagined. How far can we take this? What can we build? What can we create?
4: I think that's true. And what Bill was saying, that if you put an idea to them... They felt they had to do a better one, and they did do a better one. Yeah, they want, yeah. put us in our place. You <laughs>
3: yeah. know? No, we, we always knew there was a way of doing it, I and mean, you say pull it on a wire, and they'd say, "Well, no, we can put a little motor inside it and make it work." You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got more ambitious. We set scenes on the moon uh, and all sorts of things. You, you
2: know, let's face it, you can understand it if you're a technical person, whether you're the cameraman or the sets or the costume or space effects or any of those things. That's going to be more exciting than filming bloody cooking shows, <laughs> which is about all they seem to do these days. Um, but imagine me a camera on a cooking show. And all you do is like that? And then like that, and then like that. It must be soul-destroying. And I mean that, it must be soul-destroying.
4: But that would be a subject we'd do now, wouldn't it? We oh, yes, ourselves. exactly. Yeah. They'd all explode. Yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. yes. yes. <laughs> well, there's an idea. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Noel Fielding beat us to it, though. Oh, we did,
2: didn't <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we're now going to look at uh, <laughs> number three, and number three has already actually been uh, mentioned. You presume this would probably make it in there. Uh, the next tip we're going to look at is from the classic Bun Fight at the OK, con- oh. uh, okay, tea, room, sorry. okay oh. tea Rooms.
4: OK Tea Rooms,
1: Goodies, goody, goody, yum, <laughs> yum.
2: I've got, to, I've got to say, from the musical point of view, I so loved writing that song, and, partic- and the tune, because it had uh, key changes all the way through when you've got to think like ..dun-dun-dun-dun-dun... ..dun-dun-dun-dun-dun... dun dun the end you really go in. And uh, it
4: doesn't mean much to most people, except me. But <laughs> <laughs> What I loved, we always used to call Graham Mr Wise because he always had the right padding on his back and always played... And if you notice then he had the padding on his back, and landed on his front. <laughs> 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 oh, did we laugh. <laughs>
2: and we have the extra happiness, the fact that it's in slow motion as well,
3: yeah. isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Because we can yeah.
2: see it time, time, time again.
3: again. <laughs> so it doesn't hurt so much in slow motion. That's <laughs> 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 With the, you, you mentioned the music, Bill, but would this
0: have been about the same time that you also... The goodies moved to Island Records, 1975. Was that bit
2: before? it's very. I have trouble with the chronology of all that sort of thing. I really do. I mean, the show started in '70, didn't they? Somewhere, '70 to '80, and. It, it sort of became, with a friend of mine, oh, I don't know whether he's still with us even, I used to play charity football with him, and most of the rest of the team were in the record business of one kind or another. And I remember one moment when he was streaking down the wing and sort of called me over and passed the ball to me and said, have you ever thought of making a record? And I was like, no, not really. Then slammed it in the back of the net. Oh. Um, LAUGHTER and he got back to me about that, and we said, yeah, okay. And that's the, how the first single started. The first single was the in-betweenies, like um, and then it just went on and on and on,
4: on, you know. So... <laughs> he was streaking, streaking down the wing. Hmm? Streaking down. Yeah, well, no clothes well, on. Just... The what? He was streaking down the yeah, wing. Oh, streaking down the wing, yeah. No, I was. I wish no. I'd
2: been there. <laughs> <laughs> well, What kind of football do you think we play?
0: Exactly. (laughs) See, I'm glad you did charity football, because always one of my favourite things in Porridge, the movie... Yeah. Is when the celebrity football team go and they go, Who's the goodie? They said there was gonna be a goodie coming to play. Us. And I like <laughs> the
4: fact that that's actually yes, I like that, that yeah.
0: as well. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk I would like to talk more about that episode, but we will actually very quickly because I think it was is it right it was um, filmed in St. Just St Just, is it, in, in, in North Cornwall. Devon? so quite uh, Cornwall is it? So Yeah, I think so. Quite a small town so that when when the goodies come and you're filming that, what, do you have any memories of, of you know
3: the local town? Some of the towns were... I mean, where was it that... Dorset, wasn't it? Dorset, they gave the kids a day off school. (laughs) Right,
4: yeah. They did, yes.
3: Which meant that we had a crowd of kids screaming around, (laughs) trying to keep them quiet while we were filming, Um, which didn't really work out all all that well for anyone. But... um, Yeah, I mean, some of those little towns that we used to get some of the local people to come along as extras, too, didn't we?
2: It could get quite... I it sounds like we're showing off a little bit, but not quite a lot, really. But but it could get really a bit scary. You know, the the Winchester one, was it? Um, The one you were talking about. Mm. We got sort of locked in our caravan. We didn't dare open the doors. And it was literally... People outside all beating on the doors. It was like some, some horror movie or whatever, you know. And we thought, we just can't go out there. And, um, and another one up in Manchester, where we, when we were signing books and records and that, yeah. the police announced that um, they couldn't guarantee the safety of all these young people. And that's a great compliment. <laughs> <laughs>
3: If you remember Barrett Holmes, who used to have the helicopter... Oh, yes, 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 yes. We got uh, involved in, in launching one of their building sites, and they had a show home they wanted to open, and they got a helicopter to, to fly us in, which we did. And uh, this site was just awash with, with children, and the helicopter couldn't land. <laughs> and they were running across the sort of landing pad, and people were trying to get rid of them, but it was just not safe. So eventually they landed us in the next field and then we walked in and were mobbed and we had to hide in the show house and lock the door. (laughs) And I think that really wasn't what Barrett Hopes had been hoping. (laughs) I hope there is one with a blue
0: plaque that just says the goodies hid here between (laughs) 1 o'clock and 1.15. Now, this is going to come as no surprise, it's been mentioned already, number two in the countdown, I hope Mm. I'm right in saying that, is, uh, it is... Kitten Kong so here we are let's have a look at Kitten, which now puts a lot of suspense what was number
4: one Ooh.
0: Mm. sorry to interrupt your podcast but I just quickly wanted to let you know about the thing which is that Book Shambles and the Cosmic Shambles Network exist thanks to generous pledges of our listeners on Patreon if you want to support the podcast and what we do tiers start at just one dollar a month and you'll get all sorts of goodies thrown in so go to patreon.com slash bookshambles
2: <laughs> you can judge the historic importance of a show by the famous people who are willing to come on and make fools of themselves. Uh, obviously, Morecambe and Wise win by a mile, but we, we come in somewhere, yeah. I think.
0: But no, but you have... I mean, that's the thing that Michael Barrett, who was a tremendous, you know, with The Bounce... Yeah. uh, And I was watching the other day Raymond Baxter, the wonderful, you know, Tomorrow's World, etc., talking about string in a string vest. Yes, he was in a (laughs) string vest, I think. Yep. Did you ever... was, Was there anyone who said no who were the people who you think, oh, well, I thought they'd be up for that?
4: And the best ones were the ones that took it very seriously. Yes. yes. There,
3: there was one who said, no, but not to the goodies. I used to make some uh, management training films with video arts, and Patrick Moore had been on the goodies several times, and I thought he'd be good for a little bit in one of these training films. And so they asked him if he'd appear in a management training films. He said, I'd rather be dead in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> and he had appeared on the goodies with a, a safety pin through his head. You know.
4: <laughs> I remember Michael Barrett in- interviewing Sooty and Sweep. And I think, yes, so what have you got to say, Sooty? And did it so straight, that was the way to do it.
0: And you also had... Uh, Tony Blackburn, of course, was a, 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 yeah. a regular joke. And we then... couldn't
4: keep him off, frankly.
2: I mean. but that... <laughs> and he seems to love it. I've seen him talk he about did, it. He, he, and he did. It was, was
0: wonderful <laughs> to be talked about, wonderful to be mocked. And then finally, it's one of the most beautiful... of All your slow-motion scenes, um. the slow-motion eventual assassination of Tony Blackburn, I think, is <laughs> tremendously touching. No, he, was, uh,
2: he was... He, was, he, he genuinely regarded it as something he wanted to do. You know, he, he was um, sorry. Tim.
4: We did. We did a promotion look last year for the very reasonably priced Goodies DVDs, <laughs> and uh, we were talking about him. I said, actually, he was very sporting and very good. Little did I know, he was in the audience. <laughs> and suddenly, there he was. So, phew. <laughs> but he was. He was sporting. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have some, uh, again, overly, overly specific questions for various people. Stuart Lee, who I think actually did that. Yes, that he, did, yeah. he did, Don't yeah. uh, so
2: see him, by the way, which I did in London last week, but if you had to go up to London, or wait for him to come down. Stuart Lee. A lot of people don't really know him. Well, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I'm off well, to him with the Watford Coliseum. Yeah, Watford oh, has well, a Coliseum. Who'd imagine crazy. it? But it does. Make it
2: there. On, 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 you can make it anywhere. <laughs> but, but he has, of course, I'll a very specific... will be
4: there next week, strangely enough. I just thought I'd mention it. <laughs> we're doing a tour of. I'm sorry, I haven't a clue. Are you? What, will it be at the Watford. Are you uh, performing, performing anywhere?
3: Or what? No, no, I'm not.
4: Uh, <laughs> 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 You'll find him on some streets <laughs> performing.
0: What what day performing? Because Stuart does over. I wish I could remember.
3: The... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Um, There's a lovely story, I I asked people for various different stories, uh, uh, or not even that, I just said Memories of the Goodies, and and one that, there's uh, someone called Anthony Elvin, who says that when you made Goodies in the Beanstalk, uh, the bath scene was filmed at his mum and dad's flat in East Twickenham, (laughs) and he said that uh, he asked you all for your autographs 17 times, and you both... Signed autograph 17 times, and you, Graham, apparently at the seventh time went, Well, I think that's enough now. Oh,
4: I like that story. We're going (laughs) to remember that one, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, <laughs> now we uh, there were, I have to say, some lovely, there was uh, Kevin Eldon who uh, is, is a huge fan. Hopefully, you're aware of, of Kevin, what a wonderful um, comedy actor and, uh, and, and comedian generally. And he just wanted, he said, Could you preface my question with this? Hello, goodies. I'm always a big fan of the show. Thanks very much for so many great laughs and happy memories. And then he put this out, I hope that's not too cheesy. It's just the 13 year old me would be so thrilled to ask them a question. And Kevin is wonderful and worked a lot with Stuart as well. And his question is, when you were riding the three-seater bicycle, how much of a safety risk was posed by the ever-present danger of your enormous flares getting caught in the chain?
2: (laughs) There was any danger you can think of was entailed of riding that bike. It was
4: Mm. awful, wasn't it? It had no free wheel for a start-off, so that if it went... It caught you on the ankles. We were in the local hospitals quite a lot. It was a horrible machine. You must have loved the Trandom, as we call it. We hated it. Mm.
0: (laughs) Well, fortunately, uh, well, in fact, before we go to number one, we've got one more more clip, which is Tim. You were talking earlier on about the the joy when, in fact, the budget had almost run out. Yeah. And you would go right. This one has to be pretty much all set in in, in the goodies studio. So this is uh, from an episode called The End. So let's have a look mm. at this. And uh, well, this is just
2: appropriate, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Goody's, goody, goody, yum, yum. yum.
4: <laughs> that hairstyle suits you. It does, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like that much hair, too.
0: <laughs> now, I think so, so many of these... 1975, from what we're seeing tonight and from people who voted, that seems to be, for a lot of people, the year of the, the really episodes that have stayed with them. Do you, is there any, Can you think why that might have been, that, that particular series?
2: I, I think it might have been because it had become a whole thing. We <clears> were <throat> doing the records... And therefore, our profile was pretty high, you know. And it, it, let's face it, it takes, <coughs> excuse me, audiences quite a while to build up, really. And we had all those other things going. And I think that uh, we moved up the ladder a bit. Well,
3: I think, I think we'd got the hang of it by then. <laughs> <laughs> really? Never, no. oh. Before we we move on to what has got
0: to to number one, something that Milton Jones wanted to ask is, did you realise that you were a role model for a certain sort of child? And I think it's probably true of people that, you know, when The Goodies was on, it was a moment of, you know, sometimes, especially for, you know, kids with sometimes a weirder sense of humour, even though it was mainstream, but it was was a really important part of the week. And there are a lot of... I mean, every comedian that I asked... uh, it was an important part of, of them becoming comedians. This, this was watching the goodies.
4: So it's our fault.
0: It's yeah. your fault. <laughs> Every time that you look at the parlour state of 21st century television, <laughs> remember, you created that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All I find so depressing is very old men come up to me and say, I used to be allowed to stay up to watch it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is, I'm going to be sentimental, as it were, we, it, and, and, as well as the various... Very enthusiastic founders, as always. The, the people, usually one person, who come up and say, "Can I thank you um, for really making my childhood bearable?" You know, and, and there's one or two that say, "Made it bloody awful." But, <laughs> so awful. but basically, the, it's a genuine thanks, you know, and uh, that's great. That, that it's got to be, you know, a bit mean if you don't get moved by that sort of thing. Don't make me cry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write you a letter again. Letter. Thank you.
0: So, can I ask, what do you think then? So we, we've reached what has got to number one slot. You've seen a few that were in the oh. top five. What? What's left? <laughs> <laughs> 60, Sixty-nine episodes, isn't
2: it? So
3: which do you think?
2: Well, what haven't we had? <laughs> um... Goodies rule. We've had. Uh, we had goodies
3: rule. and moon rule.
4: bunnies yeah. and. Yeah. There, anyone else? What do you think it's going to? Eeky thump. Oh yes. Yeah. Well. thump.
0: <laughs> here we are. Voted for the uh, the number one goodies episode That's is. Kung Fu Capers, and we are now going to watch it in its entirety, then we'll take some questions for you as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, currently the public's favorite goodies episode Kung Fu Capers.
4: Oh.
1: Goodies, goody, goody, yum, yum. Oh, well.
0: So, what's your reaction to sitting and watching uh, that?
2: The public aren't always right. <laughs> no, I, it wouldn't be my favourite.
4: No, it certainly wouldn't be mine. I was a bit disappointed. No. Goes on to. <laughs>
0: That brings us to the end. I told you, that, <laughs> <laughs> I told you there was a twist, Tim, didn't I? Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I'd like a recount.
0: <laughs> well, you yes. did. Say, uh, there was one point, Bill, where I did he say, "Oh, thank heavens, that bit's over," and that you know, the, which was the boxing scene.
3: Uh, yes. Those. Well, that's not very PC these days. And if ever I find out who that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: 1975 <laughs> as we mentioned already was uh, you know, a lot of people's f- uh, favourite year uh, for, for the goodies and uh, also there was uh, well we've got some footage which I think one of you have seen not that long ago but some, some other footage of something that happened in 1975 I won't say any more about it, can we just see now uh, what I'm talking about and then we'll do reaction afterwards
4: no I'm worried
0: mm. <laughs> it's a big twist
1: Goodies Goody, goody, yum,
4: yum: oh. That was pretty weird.: <laughs> Yeah, it
2: was. Mm. The thing that saddens me most is I had all that hair, and I was quite thin. You do uh, look like. I wish you. I hadn't seen that. I really do want.) <laughs> I told you, Chris. Anyway, so the... Uh,
0: <laughs> but you do you look wonderfully like three loose hipsters there, I think. The, uh, it's
4: really <laughs> worrying, that was. All the people we used to make fun of were seemed to be there. And it was us. Oh, dear. Anyway, so um, the Steve Merchant event
0: will begin in... No, the, uh, this is... But you, you also mentioned there that Jim Franklin... Going on, and Can you just say a little bit about his importance in in terms of the, the process of the show
3: and the creating, He was a, a fantastic film editor, basically, to begin with. And um, he started off... Uh, the first series we did, he was in charge of the, editing the film and putting all the film sequences together. Uh, he later then went on to produce our whole show and was meticulous in making what we wrote on the script into the pictures that you, know, you see on the screen, and he would do storyboards and uh, every shot was worked out. There was an incredible amount of planning in advance. We talked about the meeting round the table with all the departments, and Jim was sort of in charge of all that. Um, it was quite an expensive film uh, show to make, but it would have been a lot more expensive if it was made the way people assumed we made it, which was just to go out and make it up as we went along. Um, it was. Uh, he was absolutely vital to the success of it to begin with there, yeah.
4: What people forget is it originally went out at 10 o'clock at night. It was you know, quite late on. Then it was on BBC Two in what became not the 9 o'clock news slot, which was probably our best, wasn't it? Yeah. But he, he, we owe an enormous amount to him, absolutely incredible amount.
0: Um, We're going to throw... We've got a little bit of time left for audience questions. Um, I'll give you a warm-up question. Uh, I've got one from Eric Idle, which (laughs) is specifically for uh, Tim and Bill. Uh, You both auditioned me in January 1963 (laughs) for the Pembroke Smoker. Do you ever regret putting me in it and giving me my first big break? Yes.
4: Yes,
2: yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, I remember that, because he did it with
4: a couple of school friends, didn't he?
2: Yeah, and the school friends... They couldn't stop themselves laughing all the time. Tim and I were sitting there, okay, go on, do your show. And these two, I can't remember what a sketch was, but they were right. talking to one another. And it, it's like people are telling a joke and they find it funny as well. So these two were like that. Anyway, we go, <coughs> and then we came in, you know, and they're and Eric said, oh, he said, listen, I want you to know that's nothing to do with me, that's them. And, um, so when they all went out and we had to make a decision, I think we were double-tracked, really. We both instantly said, I like the quiet bloke, get rid of those two. <laughs> yep, that's right. That's it.
4: Whatever Not happened funny... to him after that, I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so let's, have, let's find out in the audience who would like to ask a, a question. If we can have the lights up a little bit. So uh, I don't know how much longer we've, we've, we've got. But uh, who would like to ask the goodies a question? Um, yes, we've got a question just in that, that middle road there. That's...
4: Are you going to do any more audible shows? Mm. Good question. Yes. Um, for those people who don't know, we did a, a goodies radio uh, show, a sound show, and it actually it was good fun. Uh, Bill wasn't terribly interested, but actually p- produced a new national anthem, which I, I still hum. And So hopefully we'll do a lot more. <laughs>
0: Did you enjoy it? Because I, I know a few years ago, you, you, Bill, you said, well, we can't ever do The Goodies again, but now that idea of making it audio, where you can still do all the physical stunts... And,
4: yes, uh, we look quite young, too. I'm, I'm
2: not to be taken any notice of. I'm really not, because I'm, I'm, I'm so often negative about things. I freely confess I'm going to psychiatrists. They're trying to sort it out, you know. But I am... That's <laughs> not true. Um, but uh, well, but should, no, I tend to be very negative. So as soon as he says it's the radio, and I, and I say, well, what's the point of that? We did... I'm sorry I read that again for 100 years, you know. Um, and... I think I might still, to a point, think the same thing. Really, but then again, it was fun doing it, so I think I've changed my mind.
0: (laughs) Also, there must be, um, you know, sitting there with all that audience watching that show, and the laughter still, again, still, it's still there for so many people. Does that, you know, when you actually, because it's not very often you get the chance to sit in an audience with people seeing Mm. your work and actually hear that Mm. reaction and know that it's still effective.
4: Well, if we made people happy, they must be very sad.
0: <laughs> 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 Which I think it's the motto of the Slapstick Festival. It's been used every year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> hadn't
4: got yes, the
0: timing there. <laughs> I think we've got another question. <laughs> uh, oh yes, uh, question up the, near the back there. So
2: I can um, just There's somebody running out. I say, just... Hi, I was
4: watching the fight scenes there in Kung Fu capers with a lot of interest. Where they are to learn how to do and who taught you how to do them. The, the movements. So, so the... the
0: actual fight sequences. Did you have a choreographer? How did you learn the, the, the true art of Ecky Thump and uh, and others?
4: No, I just, no. It, let I, let I Graham me... answer that because we yeah. haven't a clue, have we? <laughs> 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 well, we had a book.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> a book of, of people in <laughs> these strange shapes, and we just tried to copy it. Really, we had no idea what we were doing <laughs> at all.
4: No. No, it was a sort of parody, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Does anyone still have those film posters? They're fantastic. Uh, Enter With Dragon, in particular, is, is a fun yeah. that is an utter delight.
3: Uh, yeah. I don't know. I did them. Um, I don't know where they are now. They've disappeared into the BBC somewhere. Any um, other questions? Yes, another one of
0: that section, then we'll come over there as well. Yes, so take, take the question from over there first. Uh,
4: good evening, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Um, Given your poptastic career, um, d- did you ever think that perhaps continuing a music career would have been uh, something you should have done or would have wanted to do? I think that Bill would have liked to have continued with a musical career, and he did write some very good songs. Don't tell him I said this. But, <laughs> he did. Um, but it was one of those things that, if you watch us on Top of the Pops, you can see Bill performing away me, Enjoying it, and Graham wishing he was somewhere else.
3: <laughs> Not entirely true. I just didn't want to show you up with my fancy disco
4: <laughs> <laughs> in your dungarees. <laughs>
3: Those dungarees never lose their power when <laughs> oh, I watch that, that yeah, clip yeah, again. Yeah, yeah,
4: still... No, no. But Did it was—I you... uh, always had two ambitions: to play centre forward for England and be on top of the pops with pants people. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never played for England, but. The other half, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> well, Bill, when you, 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 I think you've said when the, the, the record you made with Ireland, which is fantastic. I just listened to it again. It's got incredible... And, uh, you know, that, that process was basically you, wasn't it? And then Tim and Graham would kind of... Go, Can you pop in on Tuesday at about 2 o'clock?
4: And make it, roughly and how make it, it work. I yeah, yeah,
3: yeah worth,
2: save yeah. it. Yeah. You'll have to answer that. I didn't get the question completely. My ears are gone. They've gone. Basically, can't you hear came... a, a b- thing.
4: <laughs> it's true. About like quarter past three, I think. <laughs> well, uh, but it was basically, you did the music, etc, and we arrived at the last minute. Oh, yeah. yeah to yeah. make it work, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, I loved doing the music sessions. And I have to say, in many ways, you know, it wasn't competing with any other activity, but I absolutely loved doing it because... Um, we Back in the hazy days when they had budgets and money and a little bit, we had a terrific band, really good band, you know, top people. And what was, was really satisfying for me was, I thought, well, I don't read music, I don't write music, I make it up, you know. And my, uh, my, my instrument was, um, was a tape recorder, really, you know. Uh, and I thought, I won't get the respect from... Proper professional musicians, but that simply wasn't true. They they really enjoyed it, and you know, added their own things, and it, it, it was great. So I was I would have locked up doing the equivalent of half a dozen albums. You know,
4: the time. we did some recording at Abbey Road.
2: Didn't we? I did indeed. Yes, yeah.
0: yes, yes. The, Stuart Lee's obviously overly specific question. He just wanted to know, Bill, who's your favourite British jazz musician?
2: Oh my God. Um, I'm not, I don't listen to much jazz these days. It's a terrible thing to say, and you know, the MU will be on to me and say, You used to support us. Um, but I, I actually don't listen to that much music, uh, jazz from this country or anywhere else, really. I, it's all sorts of other things. It's more be esoteric world music and country and Western and all sorts of things, but not a lot of jazz.
0: Right. And we've got a question up
2: there, I think we had in the corner.
1: Um, Can you sing goody goody
4: yum yum? Goodies! Can we sing goody goody yum yum? Can we sing it?
0: Yeah, so jazz improvised version.
4: Here we go. Goodies! Goody goody yum yum! (laughs)
2: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> well, never thought that. Would happen Do we have
0: <laughs> a oh, yes question down there? Hello. Um, oh wait a moment. We're just the mic. Sorry, Mike's just coming to you.
1: Um, yes, hello. May I ask you all respectively, um, and starting with Bill, your favourite song and your favourite episode and why?
2: Uh, favorite song from the shows or what?
0: Yeah, from so, yeah, from I mean, that the
2: out of the, uh, the uh, and the, the albums. Song. What? And the album. Yeah. And the what? Albums. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> About eight albums, we can't go through that lot. And and one of my favorite singles actually was Black Pudding Bertha, it keeps coming back. And uh, I can authoritatively say, I think Tim might have been there. We were in the BBC in a studio, a chat show, and and, uh, what's his name came in? Can you maybe (laughs) say, Oh, God, oh dear. Blackburn, Gladys
4: Cooper. Ku- not Gladys Cooper. But Alice Cooper. <laughs> Alice Cooper. <laughs> 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 I, thought, I remember Gladys I mean, coming yeah, in. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was extraordinary was when he is, came he, in. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He,
2: he came in to be interviewed and they, they, they played Blackburn in Wilson. Um, yeah. Because we probably asked them to. And we got a very good accolade from Alice, who said, That's a good, good track, that, good track, that. He didn't have a lot of Lancashire. <laughs> 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 no, that's great, that's a really good track. Yeah, that's good. And I thought that was very satisfying, you know, because these are musicians. They may be silly musicians, but they're bloody good musicians.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Graham, do you have a. My favourite uh, track was Cricklewood. Because I sang oh, yeah. it. <laughs> Cricklewood, no-one's going anywhere in Cricklewood. I'm the only person that knows this song. Wow. <laughs> Bill, Bill wrote it.
3: Um, I think one of my favourite episodes was Bunfight. And it's got yeah, a lot of nice stuff in it. Yeah. And it's also got one of my favourite songs, which is uh, Working the Line. Yay. Yeah. There's
2: a lot in that show, isn't there? Yeah. As you said, there's two full songs, one in... Narrative one and that, and there's several little sequences doing it. I can't remember why I was looking at it last night, but um, there's the bit of the gambling with the toast and, yeah, and everything. Yeah. There. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's a lovely, lovely little sequence. I think Keaton would have been proud of it. <laughs> Chaplin wouldn't have been
0: though. No. <laughs> <laughs> the um, do we have? I think we've got time for one more question. Hopefully, right? Oh, we've got one down there or. Yes, just, just if you uh,
4: and then the blue shirt no. Sorry, I've got to say, do you think it's time to re-release the Sick Man Blues? <laughs> Sick man Blues, yes, I enjoyed that one. I did. We're not Do you remember Sick Man Blues, Bill? What? <laughs> do I what? Do I know it? No, do you remember it? Of
2: course, I bloody do.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I got the answer. Sort I, of it
2: was it, actually there's always a little history with these things, and this was what I'm sorry I didn't mean that again. I've been churning out two songs a week for about 10 years, as far as I could tell. And uh, then in rehearsal, you know, I said, I've got this thing, all I need is a blues from uh, the, the piano and the maybe the guitar. And I did this Sick Man Blues, and there was. I think there really was a, a feeling of we can't put that out, but it's not rude. It's not rude. It's you know, and if you don't know what it is, Google it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. It's no. basically the throwing up song. Isn't it is. It? It's a throwing <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've.
0: Uh, am I right in saying we've run out of time, Have we, uh, have we got? Uh, is it seven thirty? or no. Have we got time for it? Have we run out of time? Okay, yes. Oh, sorry, I'm getting the light waved up. That's been waving for a while, What's the hasn't light it? I, just, up? <laughs> I thought it was my astigmatism. I apologize. The, uh, so, um, thank you. Uh, so it's, it's, it's wonderful to uh, just see all this work, and it's brilliant that. Uh, um, three people who've always been tremendously supportive, also of the Slapstick Festival. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Bill, Tim, and Graham. Oh, I should just tell you they're going to be out uh, front as well, uh, signing things as well as, as we found out before. Apparently, you sign anything, and so is, see if you can beat the challenge that was set by the at last the 1948 crowd earlier today. I won't say <laughs> what was signed there, but uh, um, and I also I should mention these. I was just given these by, by Chris. Oh, There's also right. a, a beautiful limited edition. Uh, print there as well, which I think is, is out there. Yes. So, um, ladies and That's gentlemen. That's
2: from Gary, who's a very good friend of my wife's and I met occasionally, I mean. A lovely guy.
0: And it's, yeah, it's beautifully done as well. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for The Goodies! Thank you
1: very much. Thank, you.
2: Thank you. Come on! That's a good You've got to stand with the That's yeah. All
5: right. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Shambles producer Trent here at the end of an episode just to mix it up. You can also, uh, if you go to Robin's blog on the Cosmic Shambles website, you can read a piece uh, Robin's recently written about the passing of Tim Brooke Taylor. And uh, we've been chatting about Tim on various episodes of the Stay at Home Festival uh, each day, people like Stuart Lee and Sam West, Chris Addison and others. So make sure you check that out. That's cosmicshambles.com slash stay at home. That festival is also raising money uh, for people, uh, for artists and venues, performers and stuff that uh, have no income at all at the moment uh, as a result of this virus that has shut down everything so you can leave a tip in the tip jar there you can also go to patreon.com slash book shambles to support uh, what we're doing and what we do at the cosmic shambles network doing these uh podcast means we can go to places like slapstick festival and do episodes like uh the one you've just listened to and just a, a quick personal note to finish on um it was such an honor to be able to work with uh Tim and all the goodies, obviously, at the Slapstick Festival over the past uh, couple of years doing uh, not just this podcast, but other ones that have been out on Cosmic Shambles as well. He was such, uh, Tim was such a kind and generous man, and uh, we will miss him, we will miss him greatly, and uh, you may not know, uh, because obviously the goodies never really repeated on the BBC, but it was on constant repeat uh, on the ABC in Australia. So those of us that grew up in the 70s and the 80s in Australia, the goodies were such a staple of after-school viewing. So, yeah, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll be back uh, next week with a new book, Shambles, and the uh, Stay-at-Home Festival each and every morning. Take care, be well, stay inside. Bye for now. Josie Robbins' book Shambles was
0: produced by Trent Burton of Trunkman Productions. This podcast is part of the Cosmic Shambles network. For more podcasts, live events, documentaries, and lots of other things uh, to uh, feed your mind or give your mind indigestion, sometimes make your mind physically sick, then go to cosmicshambles.com. <laughs>